Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. What happens when you put two of your favorite shit talkers in a room together? Baby, we gossip, okay? We talk about all of the things. We talk about BravoCon because one of us went, one of us didn't. And I needed to know all the tea, okay? I needed to know who was musty. I needed to know who smelled good, who she hated, who she liked. I needed to know all of that, okay? We talk about all of the hot topics this weekend, baby. There were some hot topics. Topics. We got into Lisa Renner's alleged burner account on Twitter. That was a big one. And we got into Ramona versus Ebony. Woo! Ebony was not playing with Ramona's ass. Ramona, you better tread lightly. We also kind of touch on Married to Medicine, Potomac, and of course, House of the Dragon. Who else but Kaya, one half of Bravo While Black, to talk about all of the things with me with, okay? Y'all, this is your new episode of reality and comics 2 let's do it that's right you're listening to reality and comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted tv and film i'm kendrick but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island? 
or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. everybody thank y'all for allowing me to take the week off okay it was much needed your boy was tired but don't worry because my job worked me like a gap you know what i was about to make an inappropriate joke just know that they worked me okay they 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 stressed me the hell out this week and so i even if i wanted to put out a podcast it would have been a whole lot i wouldn't have had the energy i was falling asleep at like nine o'clock every damn day this week Whew. but i'm back with another episode and the bravo liberties have been showing the blackest and whitest parts of their whole ass. It's really the whitest parts because black folk ain't been too bad this week. So I'm glad about it because I have one of my favorite black people here so we can drag um, we can drag some people, okay? Um, before I even introduce her, I want y'all to remember, get out there and subscribe. Leave a five-star rating and review for both of us. We love those. Those are the easiest way to show your support. So please, if you haven't done so, pause this episode right now. Get on Apple. Get on Spotify. Leave a five-star rating. If you can, leave a review. Make me laugh. I love hearing from y'all. I love, you know, I try to get in the DMs as much as I can, but the five-star rating review is the easiest way to let me know that you love me because I damn sure love y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got one of my favorite people here with me today. One half of the super group. Yes, the super group. Okay, y'all remember when Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, Mariah Carey, all of them got on the stage and sang that terrible ass song. It's like they like a super group like that, except they they song don't be bad. Y'all, I've got Kaya with me today, one half of Bravo Wild Black, and she is fresh off of Bravo Con, looking good. I ain't gonna tell y'all what she got on, but she looking good, smelling good, feeling good. Okay, things is good. Like what, what Glorilla say. Uh, anyway, life's great. Pussy still good. Still good. Okay. <laughs> Period. I've got Kaya with me. Hi, Kaya. Hello, my love. I am so happy to be here. Like, it's an honor to be here. As I always say, this is the, the hottest and hardest podcast to get on. So anytime <laughs> that I am invited here, I immediately clear my schedule. Okay. And we're not going to talk about how you tried to push me to the left, to the left. But, um, <laughs> You know, I'm just happy to be here. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you for saying all those nice words about our podcast. And I want to second the whole leave us a review thing. Especially, I just want to let everyone know, I was on the Ryan Bailey show this Amazing week. Amazing episode. My audio was literally trash as hell. It's because I was still recovering from BravoCon. Um, so I had on <laughs> these like headphones and they were just like some cheap headphones that I found at the last minute because I lost my AirPods. And my audio was just terrible and y'all lit <laughs> me the fuck up and sometimes i'm not even gonna lie my audio is a little tricky because i record from my ipad i am truly a tablet kid if you don't know what a tablet kid is as the one the little badass kids you gotta give a tablet for them to shut up i am yes. a tablet child but i have yes. ordered an official podcast microphone that is <gasps> with the ipad from the apple motherfucker 
store. I know oh. that's right. So I would like to announce on here in exclusive that my audio will be getting better. Yeah, you better you better do the things. And I just want to point out this. Two years. Yeah. They're like, you have had housewives on your podcast. You have done giveaways. You have celebrated all these things and your audio is still shit. And I'm like, listen, I am trying. <laughs> listen, that's all you can do, okay? I'm not mad at you. And I just want you to know, I got a tablet kid in the next room. My little cousin is here. You know, my little five-year-old cousin, she's in there. I Love. put Barbie on the, the uh, YouTube, on the TV for just in case the, the tablet die. I'm like, look, I just need an hour, okay? Yeah, <laughs> just give me an hour. Long, fine. Did you get her the um the Happy Meals, the buckets yet from McDonald's? They got the, the Halloween buckets back. No. Yeah. They she got love her some McDonald's. Like from from back in the day when we used to get the Halloween buckets, they brought it back oh. for the new generation. Um, oh. and they did bring back the adult Happy Meal. I was lucky enough to score one, but I think the day after is when the whole world ran out of the adult Happy Meals, and I was like, "Ooh, that I got it because I was mad." So, I'm not gonna I didn't lie. get one. I didn't get <laughs> well, one. Well, you it's don't okay. even eat like that. That's good. Though. Like, no, that's I don't. That you're not tapped <laughs> in like that. This is very unhealthy. It's not right. anything to brag about. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a. I've always been a Wendy's grass. You know, so you know, Wendy's has always been kind of my jam. But you know, I respect the McDonald hustle, okay? Because people don't play about their iced coffees. They don't play about their McFlurries when the machines work, child. They fries. You know, they don't play about none of that. So I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, first of all, let me let me just reiterate that Ryan Bailey episode was everything. I listened to y'all. Okay, so I turned the episode on. I was starving the other night, and I was waiting on my Uber Eats order for so long that it ended up like you know. Anytime someone brings up food, I'm like, okay, what did you order? Set yes. What? Okay, so it was a a new place. It's literally only like three miles from me, but it's like it's one of them places that popped up, and you're like, "Child, what is this?" You know, but the the menu looked like you know it was one of them things that like right. It was like it was predominantly on Facebook at first, but then Mm -hmm. suddenly they on the platform. So yes, they they expanding everything. So I was like, "Let me try this." It was like a uh, some kind of pasta that they had that looked delicious. And then you know me, I be I'm greedy as fuck, so I was gonna like eat half the pasta, but then I got like a uh, they had like a fried bologna sandwich. They was like they do up and you know stuff like I was like, okay, you know I'm a sucker for a good bologna. Okay, I don't play about the bologna. So southern, you guys, right? Gotta get the red band bologna. Okay? Yes, thick, have- thick cut. Don't play. So they was supposed to bring me that. Like I was salivating for like two hours. Order never could. Like they were. It was took so long that not only did I get an Uber Eats credit, it, it they let me cancel it for free. So I was like, now that's tell, that tell you how long that I was waiting on that damn food. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna drive across town. I'm gonna go somewhere completely different. There's this. Okay, don't judge me, y'all. Do not judge me. There is this like chicken store inside of a gas station <laughs> it's like it is but i promise y'all no don't judge me because it is when i tell you it is some of the best fried chicken i've ever had like we we were like my mama like when she comes from the casino she would stop right there before she goes home she's like no i gotta give me some it'd be like two in the morning she's like no i know the criminals is out but i gotta give me some chicken store chicken like don't play we don't even know the name of this place but we just call it chicken store chicken okay because it, it does what it needs to do 
Just saying. So I went and got some of that and I listened to you and Ryan the whole time, the whole way I was getting my whole life. Y'all were spilling all of the tea. So you know we got to start this conversation off talking about BravoCon. I need to know about your experience. Look, I need to know. I want to know all the tea. I want to know who was musty. I want to know who had bad energy. I need to know who your favorite was, who you want to, if you see him again, you'll kick him in the back of the neck. Like, I want to know all of that. Tell me everything. Well, you know, I only mentioned the bad parts for me on my Patreon, but Mm -hmm. since I'm here with you, obviously I have to open up and be real why thank you the whole bravo con experience was a 10 out of 10 it doesn't matter what happened like it was just such a high meeting these people like even the ones that i thought that i didn't like i had to re rethink like mm-hmm. at the end of the day i might not like y'all y'all might not be shit I might hate your storyline i might hate your husband i might think you Wait, where was I going with this? Well, no, yeah. <laughs> in person, I'm like, these are actually people. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that were made for it. There are some people that are not. And then there are just some people who absolutely like thrive off of it. So, okay, the negative experience that I had wasn't really juicy. Um, mm-hmm. It was just with Don Juan. Don Juan was at a um, panel that, you know, Candy was at, and he was sitting behind us. us. (laughs) T. And, like, me and my friends went up to him, and, you know, he took pictures with my friends. I'm the one who literally, like, waved them down, because I was like, okay, I want to get Don Juan. Um, He took pictures with my friends, and then I was talking to someone, and I turned around, and I'm like, okay, well, it's time for my picture. And he just kept going. And I was like, Ooh. Don Juan kept going. And I'm like, mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. And, you know, I could be ghetto and, and go on and, and trash him and be like, you're not the famous one anyway. Um, but, <laughs> no, I actually am just going to just take it on the chin. Because, you know, people have been snubbed by a lot of people that were uh there and i had a positive experience with candy and todd so i want to clear oh. it up todd is no longer the most hated man in atlanta i think it goes to don juan for me personally <laughs> um, todd was just such a delight candy and todd i told them that you know say hi to dominique in them for me i love the show yes them make money can look good todd was just so amazing and just nice and 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 bright um did they tell you if it was coming back for a season two yet no they didn't tell me they didn't tell Damn me it. the thing is about when you go to the meet and greets which is different mm-hmm. from like they had these things called bravo paloozas that i did not go to but if i knew that it was going to be so hard to do meet and greets, I would have picked the Bravo Palooza instead of Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. um, which I ended up not going to anyway, because I was inside. <laughs> okay. But anyways, um, so at the meet and greets, like you get to talk to them for like maybe like two, three seconds before they're telling you that, you know, you got to take, picture, take a picture and go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said that they would say hi to everyone. Um, but I think that my highest point i already gave you the negative one but my highest point was definitely seeing lisa b barlow oh okay because she not only i was dming with her because i had missed her salt lake city panel because saturday was the worst day it was sold out so it was just two mm-hmm. people there i was frustrated 
I was looking great, but my boots weren't like letting me walk everywhere. So I was just like, I'll just take this. One of those fashion is pain moments. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take this mm-hmm. L and I'll come back on Sunday and, and bounce back. And that's exactly what I did. Okay. So on Sunday, and I tell everyone the same story that um, I was dealing with Lisa. And she's like, I have this meet and greet at next time. I have the panel. I want to see you come through. Um, I was with Samaj from the pod. Thank God for him. He was able to hold my spot in line because it would be a, such a big line that you would start lining up for one Bravo celebrity that shows up after the Bravo celebrity that's there. So Heather mm-hmm. Dubrow was there, but eventually that would turn into the Lisa Barlow and Whitney Rose line. So oh. yeah, Heather Dubrow was there and um, so I wanted to see Heather, but then it turned into Lisa Barlow line. I'm like, that's perfect. Cause then I only had to stand for like 20, 30 minutes um so I finally got up there to see Lisa Barlow and I look at her and she goes Kaya and I'm like it's me like I'm fine to see you and she was like I love you so much I'm so glad to see you I cannot believe you made it um I was like yes girl I had to come and see you I love you so much um you know stay strong because they had just had that they they went hard so the stampede oh that old like city like they had a panel you can get into the stampede if you want to talk about it i'm i'm open to talk about it okay okay (laughs) i am open i will tell the story as many times as need be especially for this podcast um so so at the salt lake city panel her and Heather were going at it, her and Meredith were going at it like i was just like stay strong girl and she literally turns because Whitney finally came out and she didn't know what was going on. She was looking at me and Lisa talking and she was just like, <laughs> like she was just standing there. She didn't know what to do with her hands. And I had, Oh, that's Whitney. that picture that you took. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I saw Whitney like a few days before, but she didn't remember me because she was doing a pole dance. It was like this direct TV pre-party. That was a, a different thing. Right. But um, I'm like chatting with Lisa Barlow and Whitney's just standing there like, what? And then Lisa <laughs> literally takes my hand like we're at the Olympics and she literally takes my hand and she holds my hand up and she goes, this is my friend, Kaya. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like you won a wrestling match. I know that's yes. right. <laughs> yes. And then she, the crowd screams and I yes. scream with them because I didn't know what to do. And I was like, follow Bravo Wild Black. And then she goes, follow Bravo by Black. And I'm like, close enough. And it was right. just like the best thing ever um love her so much and then and then I literally go to Whitney I'm like I love you too girl you know let's take this picture and then we, we flick up and then she's like Lisa tells me you made my day say hi to John too you know John that's a husband and mm-hmm. I'm like yes we will chat later and like they were trying to like shuffle me off because they're like Who is this? this bitch clearly knows her so they didn't talk somewhere else <laughs> right <laughs> but it's like no she was just being nice she was a fucking rock star she looked amazing so then i i'm trying to walk off and then whitney goes wait what's her name like who is she i'm like oh i'm care from bravo well black i saw you strip i don't know why that's the first thing that came out of my mouth but i was just trying to tell her that i was at the direct tv party not like literally strip but she was like okay thanks so then I, uh, I went up to john barlow and, and I was like, hi. And he goes, hi, you know, like just nicely. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm Kaya from Bravo All Black. He's like, oh, you're Kaya. And I'm like, yes. And then I was like, how's the business? How's everything going with Vita? Um, you know, how is it being on the show? And he's like, 
yeah, it definitely gets rough sometimes. I'm like, you know, you gotta protect my girl. He's like, I'm gonna try to, of course. I love her. And I'm like, I love y'all together. You know, um, don't let this come in between y'all. He's like, I would never. And he said that Vita is gonna be available in more states and more places and the distributor's going good. The seltzer that they have is going good. And mm. me and John looked up and that was like amazing. So that was the high point. And then Don Juan was the low point. And um, in between, I definitely had great interactions with Ashley Darby. Love her. She is so nice and like genuine. Um, oh. Thank God Ryan Bailey like made us, made me go up to her because I was like, I didn't want to, you know, just go up to people while they're busy, but mm-hmm. she was so happy to see me. Um, you know, Kathy Hilton and me have a whole video on our- Yes. Again. I was like, what? Harris's <laughs> mom? Yes, the very one. <laughs> yes. So definitely iconic. And then obviously, um, Lisa got booed. So that was amazing <laughs> to like witness. Oh my God. That's the one, the one thing that made me like, have FOMO about Bravo Con because you know I was I was you would have been out somewhere stuff. else, but it was seeing that I was like, okay, now damn it, I missed something like that. I would have to be a part of it too, like me throwing in my booze. I would have loved that. Oh my god, <laughs> that literally got me so like I don't know, like I expected some booze, but yeah. I did not expect like when I say and I keep saying this on every single podcast that I go on in my own that when people literally like went to the bottom of their esophagus so they could project louder the boo like I felt the booze under my feet and I'm Ooh. like my god and I was nervous so if you have I'll send you the video if I I think I already sent you the video but if you listen to the video it's like I'm like cheering I'm like whoa yeah because I didn't know what to do. I, try, I tried to even it out so right because so i did not expect that and then everyone else is doing and then she flicks off the crowd and yeah. it is insane of but that was the day that i was like live tweeting for direct tv so that mm-hmm. was cool um but yeah the, the st- that was a stampede and i just want to make it make it clear who was acting up Uh-oh. the beverly Hills soccer moms what had happened was is that okay there's an svip there's vip and there's general admissions Mm-hmm. they found out uh, somehow when you look past the curtain it's literally nothing but a curtain separating you and the seats instead of lining up mm-hmm. so they were literally like running in there um i had met this girl earlier who's a hustler like she had general admissions but she was in the front row in the reserve seats so she had <laughs> ran and she got in a reserve seat and like, I, she was like don't worry i got you and i'm like damn she left me to get caught i got caught by the security and he's like go get your friend i was like okay i will get her um and then i go and, I, and she finds me and she literally sits me down next to her and the next thing i know i'm really like front seat at fashion week while other people <laughs> running from the bad the soccer bombs okay soccer bombs oh of wine and seltzer <laughs> running in the freaking thing and all of a sudden the the guy who is like the manager of guest experience, he comes out and he's like, listen, we're going to have to shut this down. The fire marshal is going to shut this down if you guys do not do what I say, because there's literally too many people in here. So he's like, everyone who's sitting down, stay down. Everyone who is standing up, you have to back up and we have to open this thing up. And they're like, well, I'm VIP, I'm SVIP, I'm general mission. They're like, we cannot separate 
anything. We cannot honor that because there are too many people in here. And if we were to reline this up, we would have to cancel the entire panel. Then we would have to cancel BravoCon because there's too many people at one spot. It's not safe. It's not safe. they didn't plan for that. <laughs> they didn't know. I, I knew it would be the hottest ticket in town, but I did not think that people were literally going to shove and push and run and jump and climb to see this you know like I thought and this was the first day mind you I thought that on the first day everyone would be nervous but no you put some wine and some soccer moms in the Beverly Hills in the same room someone almost you know the things yeah the things Uh uh-huh so like okay we're gonna turn the lights off Mm -hmm. and um you have to literally stay wherever you are until the lights go back on and if you want this panel to happen you have to cooperate with us like it was like a threat the tree was like pre-k and i'm like Whew. it was like the warden in the prison this child yes. <laughs> and i'm like i cannot believe this and i can't i couldn't believe that i was front seat either because i'm like i shouldn't even be here but thank god i had my friend who saved me a seat and also i'm disabled so it was like i had to say like hey it don't matter what happens. I'm not moving. Like right. I'm not about to get stomped for Beverly Hills. For Lisa Rinna. right? <laughs> exactly. Like I love ourselves, but that's literally the only reason that I'm here. Right. And uh, everyone came out to great cheers, and everyone behaved once they threatened us. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, um, Garcelle said that she will find out in a few days exactly who hired the bots. Um, Kyle was asked about Kathy, not from the moderator, but from the the audience was yelling, what about Kathy? And then, Kat, and then Kyle goes like very cold-heartedly and shocking. She goes, well, what about Kathy? And she looks out. The whole room is like quiet and she just goes, I mean, she's my sister. And she's like, I don't know what you want me to say. And it was just very like dark. There's a bunch of dark energy around that. And Them people I, don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> but overall 10 out of 10 we'll do it again can't wait um i don't know if i'm necessarily going to be able to do it big willy style how i did before like um thank god thank you to direct tv and thank you to bravo for making sure that you know i was able to do everything i needed to do and be there hopefully Mm -hmm. it goes like that next year because i just heard that beyonce is just announced that the renaissance tour is going to be summer Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So it's financially, I'm going to need a sponsor. So I'm right. TV to come on back or Bravo TV to come on back. I will literally, I'm, I'm making Aaron go this time. He wasn't able to go last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time he will be going. And hopefully Bravo has us host maybe the Married to Medicine panel. Oh my or- God. I'm manifesting that for y'all. That would be amazing. I would love that because, you know, like we wouldn't be able to handle them, but we would absolutely try, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Toya, Chad, that'd be a mess because between Toya, Quad, and Heavenly, I don't know what the hell would go on, but I'm going to still manifest that for y'all. Y'all just wear your helmets and just pray that don't nothing happen, child. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. See, that that gives me FOMO because you're, but see, it would have to be like an experience like yours. Like I, I wouldn't want to buy my own tickets and go and you know like but you know somebody invited me and it was like the shaboing boing then I'd be okay with going like that I sounds also like on having like a very 
colored experience. Um, of course, I went to the Beverly Hills panel because that's like the most popular one. But then mm-hmm. I went to Atlanta. I went to Married to Medicine. I went to Miami, you know, like uh-huh. when other people were at like Southern Charm somehow. Wait, did so you meet our girl Gertie? I didn't meet her, but oh. I saw her. I okay, there, okay. So I was there. Oh, hi, Green. Like, she's so <laughs> gorgeous. She's oh, gorgeous. my God. Benita's gorgeous. Sierra's gorgeous. Like, it was just a whole bunch of melanin there. I love okay. that. I love that. I love that for me. I love that for you. I'm going to love that for Aaron next year. Shout out to Aaron, the other half of Bravo Wild Shout Black. Shout out to Aaron. Thank God he was <laughs> not there during the Beverly Hills panel because he would have wanted to leave immediately. <laughs> I'm like, y'all know not to shout when Aaron's here. Right. I'm a little bit bit with it, so. Aaron be like, "Uh uh-uh, let's go. This is too much. Let's get the hell on. I know that's right. Child, I got you here. You want to talk about a couple of hot topics? Of course. Oh, my God. So, as I kind of teased earlier, people have been showing their asses this week and i mean they i mean they've been showing them okay let's since we're talking about beverly hills let's let's kick it off with them because child i'll be forgetting about ronnie but uh let's talk about beverly hills even though i forget about their ass too um so there's this whole uh, it's an allegation out there but it seems to be rooted in a lot of you know, factual information. Basically, there is this account on Twitter called, I think, woke underscore Stan. And now people think that it's actually Lisa Renner's burner account. Like she, the, the, the account always posts like negative things about Sudden, Kathy, Garcelle, like all hmm. kinds of negative stuff. And so somebody was like, you know what? Uh-uh. I got access to Twitter, uh, what is it, API? And they were like, I'm going to you know, get that IP address. I'm going to find some things out. Child, they looked up Renner's address and they looked up the damn geographic coordinates of where these tweets originated. Why they said the tweets were coming out of Lisa Renner's house? Child, do, you, do you subscribe to this? Do you believe all of this? Because I do. It's all alleged, but I do. I know that it's alleged and I know that, you know, we have to take these things with a grain of salt, but I fully believe that because Uh it's also not to make everything connect, but it's, it's very, it mirrors kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement where people would make fake accounts Uh and start up all this drama. And you're like, wait, that's not even a Black person behind that account. You know, Do you remember that? Wasn't it like a Florida senator or somebody? He was like, I'm a Black man that does something like that. And Obama did nothing for me. And then they were like, child, this is your real account. You know that, right? He was like, yep. Yep. And it's like, woke Sam, Uh Lisa Rinna. Uh (laughs) A lot of sense. And I... I just would not be surprised. But even let's just say that it woke Stan was not her. Are you going to get into like what she shared to her story? Because I don't want to. I got a couple of, yeah. No, but feel free to jump into it if you want to. Even if it's not woke Stan, let's just, let's just pretend it's not Lisa Renna. And it's Mm -hmm. maybe like a fan out of Beverly Hills. Because that's what it it could be for the whole um, bot situation. Like, even if it wasn't someone on that cast, it could be an overzealous fan or an assistant or someone in the group that is the one who hired the bots. But anyways, so let's just say it wasn't Lisa that's woke Stan. She also shared to her stories you know, about Kathy Hilton being a bad mother and letting Paris go to this school where she got 
sexually assaulted and abused she shared that so regardless of if mm-hmm. Wolfskin is her or not she fully read that decided to share it to her timeline and thought that it was okay well her stories and thought that it was okay so even if she wasn't Wolfskin that is literally terrible like that's right that's so let me let me give a little context. So she's talking about, uh, she shared, it was a woke stand account that tweeted it. Uh, it said, Kathy to Lisa, you're the biggest bully in Hollywood. And then it says me to Kathy. You're a mother that had your daughter kidnapped in the middle of the night, which led to her being abused, raped, and you never apologized to her when she con- uh, confronted you about it. Child, Lisa, and she shared, this was just one of many things that she's been like sharing against Kathy. Like she has a, major hard on for Kathy Hilton. And I don't know where this is going to leave her friendship with Kyle, but Kyle, you a punk too. Cause I couldn't imagine somebody attacking my sister all down line, regardless of our relationship and not right. doing nothing about it. Like this, I don't know. That, that's kind of punk, punky Brewster behavior to me. I couldn't, couldn't be me, but girl, I guess. Could not be me. Not worth it. It's absolutely insane. Especially when, um, Rena got so mad that Garcelle had, and, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even something separate. Like she had a a part of her book talk about the situation that we literally saw play out on TV Uh with, you know, uh, Garcelle talking to Lisa about, you know, Amelia and not Amelia, like, like Ryan says, I don't know the other name. I forgot. Right. Like they, she was talking about it and she was just literally repeating what we saw on TV, which also what we saw on TV, they left out a lot of context. A lot. a look worse than she actually was was talking about because herself can stir some shit but she wasn't coming from a malicious place but she related it back to her own son and his drug it, use so like exactly so stupid so i'm like hmm regardless of anything like you are putting the children in it and it's weird because literally during that time in december when they were filming because this 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 whole season revolved heavily around the holidays we saw it with asher we saw it with diana we saw it with the christmas trees and kyle loving christmas and everything so a lot of that was filmed during the holidays during the holidays if you follow any like pop culture in general like even if it's not bravo celebrities amelia and her sister do not really fuck with lisa like that um, right they actually posted that they wished that their parents gave a fuck about them but uh-huh. you're not talking about that but you're talking about Kathy and her child. Hello? That's very weird. Mind you, both of them are fucking adults. So mm-hmm. let's really talk about something. Let's, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about all the things because we're not just going to talk about a piece of it. This reunion has one, bored me, but it's two, it's disgusting me to like new levels because the only thing that's been entertaining to me so far about this reunion, because both parts, I don't know, maybe it's reunions all around this year, but reunions just have not been given what they need to give. But Married to Medicine reunion is coming, you know, it's, it's if y'all are listening to this day it comes out, then it was yesterday that it started. Mm-hmm. So I have I have faith in them because our girls never let us down. Yeah. But otherwise, reunions just haven't been reunion and like they need to reunion and I don't know what we can do to fix it, but this Beverly Hills was no exception to me. I, the only thing that really gave me life about this reunion was on both parts, parts one and two, Crystal was getting cowed together. Like Crystal yeah. was not here for the bullshit. Kirsten, like, okay, you, you might do this stuff with Kathy and Kim, but this right. ain't that. And I was living for it. Okay. This ain't Phaedra. Like, um, this ain't Phaedra. 
<laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. And someone said it best. They were like, you know, a lot of people that are uh, of Asian descent or background were saying like, why is Kyle so quick to dismiss Crystal's feelings? But when it came to Garcelle, she was willing to talk it out. But, and I would understand why they feel that way. But someone chimed in with someone, something that I was also thinking is like, it's not that Kyle really gives a fuck about black people or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, clearing things up. She just said what she felt about the whole Garcelle situation just to Crystal. Right, exactly. That's how she really feels. Exactly, and Crystal called it out. <laughs> yeah, like See? she's telling things. You just have to be quick enough to like catch it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of, because listen, I feel like, you know, we we all know like the uh, how they kind of perceive us minorities as stereotypes. They say, uh, what is it, model minorities? So they think that uh, Asian communities won't speak up for themselves and stuff. And then black community, you got to be tiptoe around them because they're going to try to protest about everything mm-hmm. and like all this kind of stuff. I believe that's why. Kyle thought she can try Crystal, but Crystal said, no, ma'am, <laughs> let right. me tell you what this ain't about to be. And she came with the shit, okay? And I'm here oh, for it. I need her to come with it every time. I'm, I, Crystal, listen, if, if ever your next season was in doubt, because one, this season has gone on for so long that I feel like we forgot that Crystal really carried a large part of this earlier season because it, it can be right. forgotten easily because it's been, what, 98 episodes in this one season? Goddamn. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm here for Crystal. In May. I believe. Jesus. We started in May and we are now at <laughs> Halloween. Sure. Why is the season? And I love long seasons of things, but not, you know, not of things that are just infuriating. Oh, I no. am entertained. I will say that I'm entertained by it, mm. but it's just a little bit too much when you go and factor in the the online behaviors of them. That's what's not fun. Right. You know, if and now you know what online then i would be a lot more you know in, in insane our friend uh chelsea of, of oh no chels she like said it perfectly she was like i've like purposely chosen to like mute a lot of the beverly hills content online so i go into every episode like really with a fresh perspective she doesn't know anything about what's going on so like that and she was like i enjoy the season so much as opposed to like if i was like seeing them hype it up and like do all this nasty stuff online i would not enjoy it and i'm like you know what i might have to start doing that in order to enjoy beverly hills because with all the the social media is what makes me really hate one lisa renna but two the show overall because I'm like, why do y'all have to do all of this to hype this show up? Why can't the show speak for itself? It's it's so infuriating. And I'm just, I'm over it at this point. But I'm I'm always like, okay, my whole thing is it it's crazy that I, I dogged the first two episodes of Salt Lake City. They bored the hell out of me. But three and four, they kind of gave. I was like, okay, y'all, y'all getting into it. Now I'm seeing these friendships like shift and all this kind of stuff. That's what we want. We don't want the same stagnant relationship and y'all like being afraid to discuss stuff on camera because that's your friend and all this stuff. No, they mentioned it all in Salt Lake City and I can actually appreciate them for that. Bring back Mary Cosby. But regardless, I still, I appreciate them for all of that. Beverly Hills, they need to, Diana, we know she's gone, but like they need to at least in my eyes, get rid of at least two of the remaining Fox Force 5 people because otherwise... You said which two? Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, okay, okay. Y'all can be mad if y'all want to. Don't give a damn. I would say 
Lisa Renner, of course, she's got to go because I feel like her online presence hurts the show. Now it's so no, like it's way too okay. far. It's one thing that I can ask on the show, but then to go online and then go this far, mm-hmm. uh, it's not just race, it's not just status, it's literally now talking about someone's sexual assault, it's someone's motherhood. Like mm-hmm. now it's like if you were already getting the acts, you just literally hung yourself. Like it's right. <laughs> so Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna. And then if I had okay. So the remaining ones are Kyle, Erica, and Dorit. I'm sorry, but Dorit got to go. Dorit doesn't contribute nearly enough. I know, I'm sorry, but Dorit doesn't contribute. Erica is horrible, but at least Erica keeps her horribleness on the show. So I'm like, okay, this is a villain I can actually root against. You're a horrible person. And then people can argue like, okay, maybe she didn't know. She's actually winning stuff in court. Tom is the true villain. Okay. I can go with that, whatever. Erica, yes, is a horrible person because of the way that she talks about these quote unquote alleged villains, uh, uh, victims. No, mm-hmm. bitch, we know that they actually exist. It's like, stop that. Horrible mm-hmm. person. But she doesn't do it in a point where, like, I don't know, I feel like she's a, a TV show villain and she's really like gassing this stuff up the way it's supposed to be done. And it makes me hate her so much because I feel like I'm like, you really treat these like they're victimless crimes. Like you are a horrible person, truly. But being boring is a crime that I'm not sure I can forgive either. And Dorit, I'm sorry, but I, this is going to sound bad when I say it out loud. So I, I, y'all, y'all know y'all come here for these low-key wild takes. But hey, this is going to sound bad. But I was kind of over Dorit from the second she got robbed because i was like listen i know i know i'm sorry but from the second she got robbed i was like okay this finna this finna drag on like okay what we doing like you already one thing a boring cast member because three you know three first two seasons like three was like okay that's the Dorit I was talking about. Like Dorit, I was kind of going off. You. you was doing the shit. You was doing it. You was a good villain. I was adding you on. I liked it. You and PK could have been a horrible ass power couple, and I would have loved it. Like I would have been standing y'all right now. That's not the case, though. The worst thing a boring person can do on a TV show is introduce tragedy onto the show. It's like, girl, now you boring, and I got to be sympathetic for. Uh, uh-uh, uh, you got to go. I'm sorry, Dorit. I'm sorry, but you, you listen. You had your funny moments, but in terms of value added we can do without you you i i that is definitely it's a controversial take but i actually (laughs) and i actually understand it because this is the thing we can't get rid of kyle we cannot get rid of until we take down sorry we need a kyle takedown season hello (laughs) because you were letting your family get fucked up about mm-hmm. these women who literally don't give a fuck about you right. and if we get rid of lisa which i feel like even if she came out on the other side and really didn't care if she was put on pause which i don't believe because this is no. her life this is um, her life <laughs> she put the nail in the coffin with her social media behavior. Uh-huh. so it's like we have to, she has to go now yep <laughs> when it's all said and done you did that to yourself and was it worth it no. right especially when you got your lip kit going you got your rena rose going like why would you and then her publicist left her so it's just like okay now you just 
she is the Kanye West of Beverly <laughs> Hills. Yep. Um, and it's terrible. Um, and then so Eric and Jane, like you said, like we also need a villain, like because this is the thing we we don't want everyone to get along with each other. Um, right. But I don't accept the kind of villainy that Lisa Renna does. Exactly. And I don't accept the kind of villainy that Diana does. So exactly. I'm down for getting rid of Lisa. Diana's already gone. I, mm-hmm. I, I pray to God because I don't think everyone. There's no way she gets another season. There's no I've chance. Heard, I've heard that. No, 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 no. Like oh, but a, what, what you had heard? heard? What, 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 what was saying? A lot of people subscribe to this thing about how no one should have one season. Everyone should have a second season, but I do not subscribe to that. Yeah, you know what? I'm one of those people. I always say, like, if they had an okay season, at least bring them back one more. Like, like Sanya. Sanya didn't have like a an all-star season, but Sanya definitely did enough to warrant a second season. So I'm like, bring Sanya back on Atlanta, Sonya Sane, whatever. I'm like, she she at least got that because we can definitely see an upgrade still from Sonya. Like she can go from a a 6.5 to an eight. Like that's a that's a, an attainable goal. Drew. Just like with Drew. Exactly. <laughs> This is our second season, and and a lot of people go up for Drew now. You know, I was, I, even when Drew was raggedy, I was a Drew fan because I felt like she kind of carried the. Oh, that's Drew. I'm sorry. Come on the podcast. I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> even when she was, you know, the wigs one wigging like they needed the wigs before she subscribed to Go Naked and was a Go yes. Naked. We're definitely there. <laughs> You were there. You were I there. was there. I was there. And like, I, I was okay with, you know, I was like, okay, her and Lato- uh, Latoya, I'm going to call her girl Latoya. Latoya, they really kind of carried that season. And the season isn't, when you go back and like look at some of the episodes, it wasn't as bad. It was just a little slower. And they were having a lot of fun in the first half of the season. And I feel like it was one of the better COVID seasons, honestly. But I feel like I mean, it's- has a better cooler season than anyone um but yeah so i guess lisa rena has to go diana has to go Mm -hmm. i'm 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 down to also i hate to say this but i would like cynthia bailey to replace sheree like as a a friend of because yes i I think that a lot of people thought sheree was gonna come in and just be up garcelle's asshole like I'm okay with that she didn't do that, mm-hmm. but I also feel like she did not do enough. Yeah. She, even though she's a friend, like mm, she had relatable moments, mm-hmm. but she wasn't, I need someone else that's going to actually like maybe know housewives or something. Like yeah. That. And Cynthia Bailey, I want to hear about like what happened with, with Mike Hill. And she has been going through a tough time. You could tell that she's been going through a tough time at BravoCon. Cause I, I met her too up close and personal. I told her to stay strong. And she like looked at me like a genuine look and was like, thank you. And I'm like, oh girl, you're going through it. And I can feel it. Ooh. I can feel it. Um but everybody yeah. pray for Cynthia Bailey. Keep her in your prayers, Cynthia. okay? Yeah. Um oh. I'm glad it's amicable, but you can tell that she's hurting. Especially yeah. when you like a super spreader wedding and it like doesn't work out. It's like, what did I take all Child. that heat for? You know? Right. But what else is on the gossip list you know i love bravo liberty is what we call it yes um, the other huge item that we need to talk about is ebony and ramona so y'all this week 
our boy Carlos King, friend of the podcast. Shout out to Carlos King. Hey, Carlos. Shout out to Carlos. Love and Marriage Huntsville was going dizzy, dizzy down. Yeah, I got to watch last I, the, the most recent episode because I had missed it. I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm not do all no. the things, okay? <laughs> but let me just say, Carlos, you know how to get it started, okay? Carlos had Ramona Singer, you know, shitty booty ass Ramona on his Mm -hmm. podcast this week. And they talked about a lot of stuff. One recurring topic that came up was the last season of Roni and Ebony. Because, you know, Carlos King's very first guest, his very first guest on his podcast was Ebony K. Williams. And they talked all things. Like, they talked everything. By the end of the episode, she won him over because he knew exactly what those producers did to her. So it was no, you know, it was no, no bad blood between them. And Ebony wants to reiterate that on her podcast, but he had Ramona Singer on his podcast this week. And Ramona pretty much stated that like the, the biggest claim that she made, cause she made a lot of them. Okay. All directed towards Ebony. The biggest thing that she said was that the reason they didn't have a reunion and the reason that they couldn't film season 14 or go right into it. Cause according to her, they were going to keep the same people and go right into filming. I doubt it. But anyway, the reason that didn't happen was because Ebony made some false allegations against her to HR and then it became a whole thing. Child, if y'all don't know by now, y'all know if you follow me on social media, you know if you listen to this podcast. Ebony's uh, holding court with Dustin Ross, that is one of my favorite. I listen to it every single week. I love season one. I think they are hilarious together because if you don't, if you only got to see that Ebony on Roni, then you don't know the real Ebony, Ebony K. Williams. Mm-hmm. Like she is hilarious on their podcast when she does interviews and everything. And on the, she dropped a bonus episode, which they never do. When I tell you Ebony came with facts, receipts, uh, documentation, she had that Mar-a-Lago shit that Trump had at his house. Like she had all of the shit, okay? She came and got Ramona the fuck together. Ramona was saying that. Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that you are truly a listener of every. Yes, yes, yes. Can you please tell me what she said about Chris Rock? Okay, yes. So she said, you know, she started by saying, like, you know, the reason she went is because she is like the biggest Chris Rock fan on the planet. Like, she always has. But I didn't see like the context like around. Yeah, because people were trying it. Yeah. And so, uh, she said, you know, she was so excited to go. And she said she didn't even like want to take a friend with her because she was like, she knew she wanted to sit like front row. She knew what she wanted to do. She is a uh, Chris Rock. Right. A fan. That's kind of shit I do. Like when I go to Marvel movies, I'm like, bitch, I'm not about to wait on y'all. Like, no, I'm just going to go. And then if you want to see it on Sunday, bitch, okay, we'll catch a matinee. Like it's no tea. I'll go Thursday night. We'll go Sunday. No, no problem. And so she was like, I really want to go. This is my experience. I took myself to dinner. Like it was a whole thing. And so when she got there, she said that she was so disappointed by how much his like onstage content has changed because the Chris Rock she knew is no longer there. Now, oh, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> now she was like, okay, it feels like he was, for lack of a better word, kind of simping for white folk because all of his jokes, he basically like was making jokes like in a vein of like, well, I might be a, blank ending in an A, but I'm not a ending with an ER. And she said the white people in the room, like they were slapping thighs, had, hitting half five. Yeah, I know that's why we don't like, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And it was a whole thing to where the like performance on stage ended up becoming like anti-black. 
And she was like, what the hell is like, this is not the Chris Rock that I know, like what the hell is happening? And so she ended up, she couldn't finish the set. She ended up having to get up and leave out of there because it was a whole like thing. And so depending on what comment section you jumped in, you know, some of the, the, the Roni hater, you know, the Bravo podcast that posted it, the clip, you know, all of them were like, oh my God, that's why she ruined Roni. Cause she just won't shut up and stay in her place. And like all the, you know, that kind of stuff. I but then when, right. And then when you jump on the shade room, the neighborhood talk, when they posted it, all the black folk were like, girl, we've been new there. We, we, you know, we've been seeing it for a while now. Like that ain't no surprise to us. We know what you're saying. You, you ain't lying. Like they don't have to see the new show to know exactly what she's talking about. So it depends on what comment section you're in to see if people were agitated or not. That is so disappointing because even when he just first came back into doing stand-up, I think, was it Tambourine? Tangerine? Something. He had a Netflix stand-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that was really, really good. And I, that was mm-hmm. at this, And that was just a few years ago. And then to see him go from that to now is very weird, especially when a lot of the black community has rallied around him for when he got slapped by the dog shit slapped yeah (laughs) that was very hard for us to do because we love will smith well me no i i I didn't me personally me and you both listen listen (laughs) he'll get over it it's not that deep it's not right us i don't know what that was about but a lot of people Mm -hmm. really rallied around chris rock so for him to go and like slap them in the face like that Uh (laughs) you Uh know it's like hmm, where's little smith when you actually need him you know and that's exactly what ebony said she was like i would be okay if he came back and did it again (laughs) like you need another slap after that shit so and also um I was at the because she was at BravoCon. She had a heavy presence there, like thank God. And she freaking uh was on stage and then someone passed, like she she said hello to everyone. I said hello to her. I don't think she remembers, but because there's so many people like uh, around the stage. She was walking out of the, the stage where they did like a bunch of interviews in the middle of the convention. Someone passed and they were like thanks for ruining Roni and it was Sunday and I wasn't on the clock and I was ready to go I was like bitch shut the fuck up very loudly (laughs) and I know that that bitch hurt so if you were the one who said thanks for ruining Roni at BravoCon I'm the one who told you to shut the fuck up period come see me and then I got on I got on Bravo Wild Black and I said that if you are at Bravo Con and mm-hmm. you said thanks for ruining Roni to Ebony just now I'm the one who told you to shut the fuck up so period. come see me if you want to come see me Let's period Sunday was a big black day for me because I had to get a few people together um but yes okay so she did release the bonus episode explaining her version of what happened which uh you're about to tell us about right now yes and so it was like she she came with like receipts and everything like black producers on stage like corroborating all of this and being like these are the people that are not only like you know having to deal with Ramona they're the ones that are telling Ebony all of this stuff so like it's it's not like it's just a, a random like somebody on the street girl I heard Ramona say, no this is people that's in Ramona's presence because they have to be and like going and telling another black person in a black space that they feel safe let me tell you what this bitch Ramona said about like what she said so one of the things that that a Ramona alleged was that uh it was an allegation that Ebony said that that was the reason why they didn't, you know, start filming. And allegedly, we this was one that we all knew. So this one was the one where she said, see, it was after Luann's, like, 
uh, lunch where she threw Ebony out of her house. Yeah. Very, yeah. very anti-black. You remember that saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holla Heather was there, you know, the, the whole thing. And so she <laughs> said that, hello. <laughs> and so Ramona allegedly said, see, this is why we shouldn't have black women on the show. I told y'all, I told y'all, you know, this when they call Ebony angry and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so Ebony made it really clear. She talked about all this and how, uh, you know, she went to HR to, I think this, this wasn't even like during the season. This was like way after when she found yeah. this out and uh, she had HR, like do an investigation on it. They were like, they couldn't corroborate it. So we're just going to move on. Ebony's like, okay, cool. I needed to say it to get it off my chest. I need y'all to do y'all's just to know whatever. Yeah. Right. That's when holla Heather holla. That's when she did an interview and basically was like, I was there. Ramona said all of that. Yeah. And so that's when HR supposedly, supposedly did another, uh, what, another investigation and was like, you know what? It's just Heather coming forward. We still can't corroborate this as much as we, you know, like would want to or whatever, but we can't. So there's nothing actionable about this. Ebony's like, cool. Y'all say y'all did the investigation, whatever. I'm okay with it. Ramona we find out through Ebony actually had two other HR investigations against her. Like this is not, this is nothing new. And so there was a time where I think it was the scene where uh, Ebony went over to Ramona's house. You know, they, I think uh, it got bad because Ebony was like, you know, at least, you know, if they do win, at least, you know, well, it's a woman vice president. That's a win for women everywhere. And Ramona was like, oh, I don't suddenly was like, I don't talk about politics child since when, but okay. But she said, I don't talk about politics and all that kind of stuff. But during that scene, Ramona made the statement of, uh, because, you know, there's crew members and, you know, Ebony made a point to say on the podcast, I, I'm the first black face that y'all see on this show, but there are black women behind these cameras. There are some black women like senior executive producers and like uh, crew people like, you know, there are black people on, um, on the set. And so she said to them, I think there were three black women in their total and her exact statement that they're alleging that she said, damn, it's so many black chicks around here. Now I can't, I can't keep all of y'all's names straight. And so one of the individuals, not Ebony, took it to HR and it was corroborated. This person told Ebony uh, about it. And then, cause she, I guess she just wanted her to know it. And so at some point, Ebony went to lunch with uh, one of the senior producers and she told her, she was like, Ramona said the N word in front of me. And Ebony was like, okay, I, I need some context. Cause what, what, what you talking about? Like, you can't just say that and then like not tell me what it is. And so it was after Ebony had left that scene and the crew that, you know, they got to take down the lights and like, God, they got to do a whole thing. And so Ramona uh, was alone and she was, I guess she was trying to relate to black people in a way. She said something to the effect of like, uh, you know, when I was younger, my uh, intimidation factor, you know, it was something crazy, but she was like, she was trying to relate to them. She was like, when I was a kid, I used to get called slurs all the time. And I don't know if it was like, Ebony said she didn't know if it was like Ukrainian or what kind of slur she was some Italian, some kind of slur. But she said something and then she looked at the woman. She was like, it would be like if they called you a nigger instead of saying the N-word. And I was like, child. And, and y'all know I never dropped the ER hard bomb on here, but I feel like it was appropriate. Okay. This is appropriate. Right. Yeah. Ask your mammy. Anyway, so she that got taken to HR too. And that again was fully corroborated. So like very like a lot of different things to where we all we all know but you know there's a lot of people clinging to the thing that like ramona uh, ebony ruined ronnie when really ramona was showing the blackest part of her ass 
has been for years, but now you've got this black cast member out here and your ass doesn't know how to act. So it was very vindicated. I, I think that that episode of Holding Court is required listening for any Bravo fan that lives in reality. Must listen to it. It was the episode that dropped on Friday. I don't know the date, but it dropped on Friday. Okay, so go listen to it this past Friday if you listen to it now. It was called Sometimes You Gotta Take a Motherfucker to HR. 21st, yeah. Mm-hmm. First, um, I fully 100% believe it. I fully mm-hmm. 100% understand some of the producers not being able to take it to HR because it's like no one is listening to us, right? <laughs> and You're you alone. want to keep your job, and even if they didn't do anything, you still feel uncomfortable there. So it's like, why even speak up if nothing is going to happen? And when you see another black person, especially someone who's in front of the camera, you kind of feel better to open up and be like, hey, this is what we've been going through. And I will say personally, I will go on record to say that I have heard from a Bravo celebrity that I will not name. Mm-hmm. I have personally heard it. And this was before Ebony started filming mm-hmm. that Ramona has been racist to production and Mm -hmm. also has a problem with keeping her hands to herself i have heard this out Mm -hmm. of a bravo liberty's mouth see before ebony was even filming ramona's behavior and even if you do not know anything about you know uh what she if you didn't watch the last season of new york or you tapped out early because it just felt too heavy whatever cool just go back and watch the way that she treats people who work on camera like the taxi driver that she was rude as hell to i don't know if y'all remember mm-hmm. that she was rude as hell to a taxi driver they were not white uh she was rude as hell to the staff who she literally called the servants like why is that mm-hmm. so hard to uh you know let go of and 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 understand that this is a person that ben needed to be off of tv ben needed to be out of that environment and that ben had racist tendencies but she has remained unchecked for so long until you know we're finally talking about it mm-hmm. and just like yeah back in the day things were different okay cool D- now we're changing them How we're, about doing that? we're sped up get over it mm-hmm. and it's just, they, they announced the new the new roadie cast at bravo con and people are just like mourning real housewives in new york okay cool if you like the show cool i get it i never really really love that show like that but i i get right. some people have, have they have a fondness to it mm-hmm. that is understandable whatever but what is not understandable is you're you talking about how you're going to miss this and that person. And you're going to miss this and it will never be the same. And trashing the girls of the, the new show. What are you going to miss about Rhodey that you can't get with Legacy? Because they are the first cast to be rewarded for not being able to be around people of color. That part. They literally gave you a whole show to yourself. What are you going to miss? the new Roni is there if you don't want the new Roni then go to legacies because you know damn well that legacies is coming and what did the old Roni give you is it the the racism that you're gonna miss is it the alcoholism that you're gonna miss is it the anti-semitism that you're gonna miss because they can probably that same thing but we just don't want it no more right so what is it that you're missing because you have a show literally for you. They have never done this in the history of fucking Bravo. No. 
So go to Legacies and shut the fuck up. And this is the future. We have a a, a woman that is Afro-Latina. We have a woman that is uh, proud. I think that she is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we also have another woman who is literally bisexual. So guess mm-hmm. what? We are living in new times. Get over it. And if you want to go, go on Peacock, watch the old fucking episodes or wait until the Legacy cast is announced. Regardless, it's dry and stale anyway, because the last few seasons, even before Ebony was on there, the last few seasons were shit. I'm going to say it once and I'll say it again. Y'all had a problem with mm-hmm. Tinsley being boring, Dorinda being a drunk, you and you either hate <laughs> or love Stephanie coming back, not Stephanie, Bethany coming back. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have been happy in the first fucking place. Shut the fuck up about Ronnie. Period. Kiss my ass and climb a tree. Well, yeah, come on, heavenly. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. Okay, I don't know what the hell did this. I I need Miss Wanda to come slap the hell out of somebody because I don't know what the hell going on with these people talking about Ronnie. Like it's just this. The, I get it. Like there's to me. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. I don't think Ronnie is worth watching unless Bethany is there. And I know that's a hot take. I know Bethany for some people is very problematic. She is. I it, But to me, there was no one there that was willing to check all of their asses like Bethany was. And that entire cast needed to be checked on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. that was the issue. So somebody like me for, I, for listen, I'm a black man watching a show about white women so maybe it's not for me to want people to get checked i don't know but i can't watch it personally if i'm just seeing luann uh, uh acting you know giving a speech to a room full of convicted like people just got out of jail for like being wrongly accused or uh, escaping domestic abuse and you the one that's preaching to them because you hit a police officer and you got off like really, that's that's the shit we doing. Seeing Ramona talk down to, uh, to people who are working for her, it's it's all just incredibly, incredibly gross to me. I didn't like any of it. I'm tired of Dorinda drunk ass. How she got rewarded with a whole girls trip, I'll never know. And I guarantee you, she's coming back for legacy. It's all just. I'm like, you know what? Y'all sitting up here acting like because it's been really weird. You know, people have been like mourning exactly what was taken from you what was taken from you you literally have a show now where i don't think that ebony's going to be on legacies so you have a show now with all white straight women mm-hmm. period where like where, what are you mourning what's there to oh. mourn? you got, you got like they acted a whole ass and they got like 12 shows out of it. They got Legacy. They got this new version. They got uh, Ramona Girls filming trip. Girls Trip season one. You got Dorenda. It's at her damn house season two. You got all of these shows. You got a, a Sonya and Luann spinoff that nobody, I mean, nobody asked for. And I can't imagine it actually being funny. So I don't know what's, y'all got everything you wanted. Like, so let's stop the whole, let's have a funeral for Roni shit. As if this shit is not still on the air. Like, kiss the blackest part of my ass, please. Exactly. And if we got, imagine if, if Potomac or Atlanta got all these spinoffs. Like, there would, there would, it would be a different conversation. It's like insane. Like, y'all are not even watching uh, Candy's show like that, which, which y'all should be. Because um, it's my fave. Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just it's weird. weird. It's getting it's weird. weird. Get over it. 
Get um, over it, child. Get over it. I actually hope that it, that, that, it, that some of it. You can honestly like. I'm gonna watch the new Roni, and I'm gonna watch Legacies as long as Ro- Monster isn't on it. If Monster yeah. removed, I will watch Legacies just for the sake of. watching I'll be watching it probably for. Well, I don't know because I say I, as long if Ramona's not there, I'd be more inclined to watch it. But I, if Dorinda's back, I don't know if I can handle Dorinda yet, and that's you. my thing. I know you love Dorinda. I I don't know if I can handle Dorinda yet, but like my whole thing is if it's if people like I'll take a vote. If people want me to watch it for content, I will. Like, I, I don't mind. If if, if, if Ramona's not there, I will. I'll, guys, this is the time. Please rise up and cyber bully Kendrick and <laughs> watching Ramona list New York because I will be watching and I want to be able to talk to you about it. But let me just go on record and say, and I'll be the villain for once because you're always the villain, Kendrick. You don't mind. Um, I am. But, yes. You know, <laughs> I, I like to not be the villain. Um, <laughs> Aaron likes to be the villain, so it's it's great. But I will go on record and say that I I would like for them to cancel all of Roni. Um, cancel Same. new show, cancel the legacies, cancel um, Sonia and and Luann. As much as I love Sonia, shout out to Sonia, but mm-hmm. I don't need to see it. Cancel all of them. Go Same. to a different part of New York and just start with some new people or get out of New York. I don't give a fuck. that. The <laughs> way you flip it, fucking work. I'm good. Well, the, the show, the show, not the state, but to be clear, I'm with the shot. Um, right. Thank you for hosting me. Was, uh, I had a great time in Manhattan. I love Manhattan. You know, it's New just, York don't owe us nothing after this past double. weekend. Listen, mm-hmm. you remember Akisha invited me to the bar. You was at Bravo. Yes. Like, it was it was all okay. okay. Oh, New yeah. York don't owe us nothing. Them shows can get canceled. Show can go. Could go. Yeah. Could go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm with you on that. So yes, I'm glad you said it. You were the villain in that moment, but I'm I'm the sidekick villain because I agree with you. Bye, Ronnie. Um, that's mostly what I want to talk to you about today. But I do want to kind of get your opinion on a couple other things. Just give me your overall thoughts on this season of Married to Medicine. Married to Medicine has been good to me. Okay, mm-hmm. and even before I went to BravoCon, which I was able to live stream the best parts of the. Uh, the panel where they definitely showed out but they didn't shout like the people of Beverly Hills uh, fans showed out and I also want to say that New Jersey has been New Jerseying they are thugs um, Jennifer <laughs> even threw a, a drink over at Melissa Gorga mm-hmm. these are not us who's acting up I want to re- I want to say that again it's not Hello. us not the people that look like us and I'm pointing to my skin like Erica Jane thanks for my love they, we were not acting up um, the marriage medicine panel was amazing. It was like a reunion. It was be- I, I, I don't want to say it was better than a reunion, but it was like a reunion because this is them fresh off the reunion talking to us and it was so good. Um, the season, I loved it. I, I liked the addition of, I don't know, like I liked the addition of Audra, but I'm glad that she didn't do too much. She just like fucked with Toy a little bit and then found she was pregnant and they were going to have to have the family. Um, yeah. I actually do really like Toya this season. Um, heavenly she did not learn her lesson but it's fine because we know that heavenly is going to be messy exactly and miss quad miss quad she got it she got it i'm a fan of her the only thing that i will say is that i was (laughs) i was so tired of seeing amila's children eat pizza that i was just like girl like this has like please I hope you're giving them fiber with that because this is too true. So um, even Anila's like her storyline, even though I don't like that she kind of like 
accuse Tulia of, you know, mm-hmm. having something to do with her breaking. I thought that was very tricky and I hated it. Even though she apologized for it at BravoCon, she still said but, and a lot of people like, didn't like her for that. Um, but <laughs> I will say that her storyline was better than last year's storyline. Yes. Um, as far as, I like that Dr. Simone and Dr. Jackie and and Dr. Heavenly, like, I love that that trio. I like their friends again, you mm-hmm. know they're just so consistent they're so good the shade is unmatched they are one of the only shows to have the ogs on and this is what season eight season nine whatever season mm-hmm. this is they have their ogs on this works um i would want mariah back if i could if i could fix anything Absolutely. about it <laughs> if i could fix anything about it i would say i want mariah back always mm-hmm. yes back. But as far as the season, it's so good. And the reunion is going to be even better. Um, Contessa body is banging. Yes. I, I can't ask for anything more. I do wish that it was a little bit longer. I was, like I wish that their season was long was Beverly Hills. And that's a contradiction. Right. But it I needs to be longer than Beverly Hills. How about that? Yes. Like they, they give, and I feel like we're just really starting to get into it. And like, bam, the season is ending. So right. I hope they go into filming um, a little bit. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but what was revealed at the BravoCon panel was that it was Carrie who told Anila that apparently there was a hit out on Anila. So I think that's why they put Carrie, like we see Carrie, but she doesn't say a single word. I think right. Bravo like Carrie what the fuck are you doing here like what what are you really doing here and why are you saying this shit so like what that's a little nugget that not a lot of people know but Carrie was in Anila's ear whispering not sweet nothings but sweet somethings because definitely sweet somethings what do you think about Mary's Medicine it's a fantastic season I loved, I think, once again, Toya, as always, carries. I mean, we can, we can say a lot about Toya. What we can't say is that she ain't boring and that she don't bring the shit right. to the show because Toya is always, it's like Heavenly said, Toya really is the MVP of Married to Medicine. Like, she might not be your favorite person or anybody, you know, I don't know who favorite person. I love Toya, but, you know, she might not, I know she's not everybody's cup of tea, but she always is. Toya is what I call, like, old reliable. You can always mm-hmm. count on Toya to be in some mess to, you know, to say exactly what's on her mind and everything. But I love her and Eugene, too. They, I feel like they might... She wants... Damn, Quad said that she's already opened up her marriage, probably. Um, do you think that Toya wants more when it comes to her sex life? Do you think that her and Eugene are doing some things? Or is she stepping out? What do you think? I, I'm not going to put cheating on her. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on her, but I, it does seem like based on what she's saying, she like a little more D, you know, she a little more vitamin D that she's not <laughs> getting it. I don't know if Eugene just working too much or what, but she want a little more. She probably, listen, it's probably somebody fine in the neighborhood that he, he ain't, his wife don't want to put out, but Toya trying to put it all out. So they like, you know what? We might be able to be friends and we might can make this work. I don't know, but yeah, I, I hope they don't get divorced. I love their family too much. No, to where, I, yeah. Seriously. I don't want that. Don't but, even think about it. Like, don't make, don't make that a storyline. Right. Um, like with, with Candace, like don't even, 
start that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's wait a minute. Let's talk about. Okay, so y'all, the marriage. We'll just say watch the marriage medicine reunion because we're all excited about it. Let's watch that live after Potomac. Watch Potomac live too. But speaking of Candace, I want to get your thoughts not on the season because we we just got into the season. But uh, give me your thoughts about the whole Giselle, Chris, Candace situation ship. I love it. Um, I love that the cast is shifting. I love that Giselle is being messy. And mm-hmm. uh, I do I believe that Chris wants Giselle? I don't know. Everyone keeps saying no and in no way, no sh- way, shape, or form. But just, let's not act like Giselle is at fire. Um, right. She is that girl. Let's, let's and he see. likes Black women, so let's stop that. <laughs> what? Let's uh, act like it's impossible. Right. But mm-hmm. I do think that the text is taken out of context for either editing storyline mm-hmm. and Giselle is trying to run with it but uh you know we'll see we'll, we'll see. see and uh for it all the way I like what do you it. think about uh, people are like applauding like because I people be dogging my friend and I don't like that how do you feel about the people like applauding Robin this season for like not getting you know not being being the kind of the voice of reason for this being like you know what I, I don't like that. No, he's he not being bad. He's being like, okay. It. Y'all just taking it out of context. No, I really love that. And I especially love it because we are seeing Sharice come back, which is going to put a lot of people on edge. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Robin is friends with Sharice. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone keeps wanting Robin and Giselle not to be as, you know, yin and yang as they are. So her stepping out and and going against this, of what Giselle said, definitely is giving the people what they want and having Robin stand by herself. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. And then also being the one who's like, okay, you're making this too much of a big deal. So I love it. I love it all. I love it all. And I love the fact that on episode two, we had all six OGs on one episode and they were thriving and getting along. I love that. Yeah yes yes oh my god i love it and um shout out to katie who is going to rehab i am praying for her yes you know she is coming out of the other side a better person i know that she wants to get back on housewives so if she can go support it if she can go to rehab and make a a comeback storyline i think that would be an amazing season seven or eight eight Eight. yeah Me now, Mm -hmm. y'all know I uh I do weekly recaps of Potomac with Emily on her podcast. She speaks Bravo, and one of the things we talked about on there actually was the thought about Katie coming back, and we both Mm kind of agreed in the sense that not before she gets the help that she's seeking right now, because I do you know there there has been some kind of unsettling stuff on social media that we just want her to address get a clear head come in you know guns blazing and we'll welcome you back with open arms katie so look out for yourself look out for your mental do all the things you need to do and then i hope that opens the doors for you to come back on this show because we all love you katie nobody hates katie we all love katie exactly and it's clear that they're open to it otherwise they wouldn't have mic'd her up right so you know we want that andy wants mm-hmm. that because andy is always really like kitty but she's just chaotic like and and, yes. and not like a way that you know is good it's like when he had to put dorinda on pause because of alcoholism clearly yeah but katie she's been open about her mental health 
she's been open about you know everything that's happened to her so if she can get get good and then come with the comeback season and we can see her reunite with her kids all that i'm wishing the best for katie and i would love to see that happen there we go from your lips to god's ears let's wish the best for katie hallelujah Hallelujah. before i let you go i just got to get you okay we are here. We're recording this episode. Obviously, it releases after, but we're recording this episode before the House of Dragon finale. What are you looking forward to seeing on the finale? I am scared as fuck. I know Me that leaked, but I have stayed away. Me too. I don't know what happens. Stop. Like, I learned my lesson. Full stop. I learned because I I read the whole leak sheet of Game of Thrones season eight, and I'm like. <laughs> sounds so stupid they would never do that and everything that was on there they did it and it was terrible um this house of dragons has been such a freaking delight i'm clearly team black i need them to settle this now um i want to see rainier on the throne i want to see damon you know alongside of her reigning king regent yes mm -hmm. i don't necessarily want allison off like i don't think that she is good enough to really be a strong villain this season Mm -hmm. uh i think that the the writing around her is a little bit weak um but you know we have that that rivalry the actress Mm -hmm. is great but the writing around her is definitely weak um they've changed her character from the books a lot too like Mm -hmm. she uh in the books she's a lot more kind of ruthless and wants to like you know she she was not gonna be the one that's like let's give Rhaenyra a heads up about uh we about to make this boy king it's just like nah let's do this shit fuck Rhaenyra I don't like the bitch no way it's on site you know <laughs> like that <laughs> and you know I but I, I love Olivia Cook's like kind of I like what they did with her because I feel like it makes her more of a, a complex character but I also feel like it's easier now for her to transition into like the Cersei role on the show and we saw how well that worked out for Cersei child so we'll see okay so what tell me like if you if we're going off the books how should tonight and even though there's going to be more seasons you know oh, right I don't know I'm so I, oof, I don't know I only okay so I told we talked about this too on Emily's podcast I've only read uh the first Game of Thrones books and so this like retelling was a section like it wasn't even a big section it was a small section and uh was it fire and blood it was in one of the, i don't know one of the damn books but uh i don't know how this i don't know how it should end tonight because i don't know what they're stop they do so many time jumps and all i don't know what's supposed to happen but i'm personally i'm hoping we get some dragon fights i know that's probably not gonna happen but i don't know i need rhaenyra <laughs> rhaenyra need to build her damn team up and you know we got to we got to set up an epic season too i need a death to happen to i don't know who i want to die but i need a i need a big death to kind of like yes because you know game of thrones early years they were not afraid to kill a motherfucker they got soft towards the end but they were not afraid to kill nobody and i'm hoping that that kind of comes back i need a death okay they took me to my core like i remember watching that and i'm like wait how are you killing your main characters yes like not ned (laughs) what do you okay ideally how does it end tonight for you oh i would say Rhaenyse finally picks what size she wants to be on and i'm hoping it's rhaenyra uh i would say that i want rhaenyra and damon to go and get they like build their forces up and i want some kind of attack like it's not gonna be an attack that uh 
you know, shifts anything. I think a- Aegon is going to be king for a minute, but um, somebody got to die. I'm hoping that they, you know, make a strong battle stance. They go there and they kill, to sound bad, but I hope they kill one of them kids. Kill one of them now. Just, just, just kill one of them to make a stance, okay? Now, I want one nobody to die in real you, life. Not one that's been off camera late. I want to see right. no die. Because they, uh, Viserys and Allison, they have four total, right? We only ever really see three of them, I think. Right. So don't kill the fourth one. Let him live a little bit. Kill yeah. like, uh, what's the name? Right, kill little Helena or yes. uh, Amond or yes. a- it got to be something like that. We need a big death for sure. Like, I need <gasps> a what if they kill one of Rhaenyra's little bast? I mean, what if they kill one of Rhaenyra's? <laughs> I'm not invested in them though. Like, I don't really know them like that. I just know them as the darker haired boys, right? You know, um. Yeah. But I, I think that if they kill one of them, that would be racist because they black technically. Uh-uh, don't don't come for me unless I send for you because okay. they kill most of the black people. And I definitely, uh, yeah, this is mm-hmm. the time. Rant, rant I, about it. I have flags raised when they killed that woman. Well, it was Lena, Lena. Mm-hmm. when they killed her i was like this is not going to go well because it felt you know, anti-black <laughs> and no one listened to me but then they went on to say that Lena died and then on mm-hmm. top of that they did not show lord corliss but he wasn't dead yet but he's mm-hmm. like presumed dead mm-hmm. almost now so what are we doing and then you killed lord corliss brother so it's like Fame. didn't say anything when when everyone was so mad about black people being on it because they knew they was about to kill them anyway. Wait a minute. Okay, let me say, let me say something. Do you um? I feel like that was the best scene in this whole show. Like this show has had some amazing scenes, but that scene when he turned around to her, he said, "Your sons are bastards." <laughs> oh, and then Damon cut that. Oh, that was the best scene. I said, you know what? Like, it's too much. <laughs> Like, I, I think that was very like true to our character though yeah. i will say that like you know it's not that far off but y'all right. should be right because that, that's some shit like me and you like we would be in there we like them ain't my kid fault like i don't know them children okay <laughs> like i'm gonna give them a plate i'm gonna raise them because y'all claiming they hours but like right don't play with my intelligence they, i i can't especially when it comes from me taking over anything right and my, it's not there it should go to me it should not go to like we're not gonna play with me like that he's mine you may have had him once but i got him all the time <laughs> <laughs> like no quit playing with me that's my inheritance we're not doing that exactly we're gonna Sorry. tear this bitch up too like even okay. if you got a definitely what's the black panther name the one that killed monger like kill monger <laughs> i'm going to say what i have to say rather than just sneak around here and then also okay. it Allison was uh, that's another thing like I understand that Viserys is a kind king but what I did not like is that he let Allison get away with entirely too much like she should have mm-hmm. got slapped up a few times if yeah. nothing sorry mm-hmm. she should have been slapped up uh, listen I did I yeah they them damn high towers run amok okay I don't damn sure need to get slapped up because I'm tired of his ass he damn sure need to get slapped like up. and why is your name Otto you grown like, I don't get that. <laughs> like, but we gonna let it slide. It's a TV show. I'm gonna let it slide. But like, you need to be slapped up a couple of times too. I don't like that. Exactly. Oh my Ooh. God. 
Okay, and my last question is, do you think that um, Damon's ex-king is actually dead? Uh, the little prostitute lady. Yeah, but she's a whisper lady now. Oh, yeah. Um, because I... didn't he, didn't Otto, like, not Otto, the one who liked the feet, the feet man, the freak, didn't oh, he yeah. tell to kill her? And the, we saw the explosion or whatever, and it was like walking away. Do you think that she's actually dead? Oh, oh no. See, that'd be a good way to get Laris ass off the show, too, because you promised it. This lady is sitting up and showing you her feet, and you can't deliver on the one thing you can say it. See, that'd be a good way to kill his ass. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I, oh, is she dead? Have you no. thought about it? Like, I hadn't, I didn't even think about that. She gonna pop up. You know how the Scarlet Witch was supposed to die at the end of, but then we saw that blast. And, you know, I don't know. She might do a little Scarlet Witch. She gonna come back on their ass. Oh, and she gonna raise hell. And my last question for you is <laughs> Will you? I want to put you out there because we need. Oh, are you going to see Black Act? Yeah, not in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's the question. Is, are you oh, that's the question. See, I just feel like it's going to be on HBO Max at the while. And you know, okay, it so if y'all don't know, if you always, like, you went to see everything. <laughs> You go to see everything. I do. Like, and I'm not even, even, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to your face and say that it was a good movie. See? It was not a, a good movie. Um, And I like <laughs> these films. Like, I'm one of the I few who like the Side Squad. Like, that mm-hmm. was, when they, y'all was stomping on that, I was like, not too much. Right. Um, but that was it, was, it just felt like a bunch of just action. And, um, no real the only good thing is like the after credit scene with i'm not gonna spoil it for y'all but a very no we know who <laughs> man he was fine as like, mm-hmm. it was worth it for that and i saw it in 4d so they was flinging me around so that was fun Ooh, but as far, we don't you know we don't have one of them here i don't think and not 3d I, is what we get and i'd be scared to go to 4d i feel <laughs> you would love it you would feel like you're in um, the movie like oh my god that scares me <laughs> It's good. It was. It's so good. Like you see, like lightning around the room that you're Ooh. in. You feel water when you get wet on the show. Um, I sure hate it. <laughs> you can not turn it too off. much now. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they literally like spray you with air behind your ears when there's like a shot or a punch. <laughs> so you feel like you're getting slammed around. And then also the seats are like very 3D ish. Like. It's so good. I had to take you there. You got to come down. I'm sorry. You have to I'm come coming. Down. I'm but see, I'm a, I'm gonna wait till like a movie worth my see now. See, this is gonna make you mad. But I'll come down to Florida for either let's plan it now. I'm gonna come for either uh Ant-Man 3, which is Quantumania, or which I feel like really would be really good to see in 4D, the Marvels. Now I know how you feel about Captain <laughs> Marvel. Man, yeah. See, okay, you see, okay, I'll, not I'll, too much. I'll not too much. Like your plane okay. ticket for Ant Man, so you can come down here. Okay, I think Ant-Man. that's in February too, and it won't be too hot down there, so I can do that. Oh, it won't. Yeah. All right. So you're not seeing Black Adam in theaters, and that was very really disappointing. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. I asked my friends to like my other like comic booky friends. And they yeah, all pretty much the- said like you. They were like, you know, it's some the, the, okay. The DC people, obviously, you know, there's been like a disconnect online. Like some like Marvel fans that are like that watch both. You know, they hate 
that Marvel is like diversifying. They hate that they have female led shows. They hate that there are black people in the like they hate all yeah. that Shang-Chi got a movie, yeah, right. not an Asian person, you know, like they hate all of that. So when you got like a movie where it's just like a I, I was I was about to try the fuck out of the rock. I'm not gonna do that though. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna check, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say when you got like a ambiguous a man that yes, a, a man that white people love just straight punching the whole movie that's what they want to see and so i don't trust that opinion too much i need like unbiased opinions about stuff now see you even though we disagree on a lot of like you know what we like about stuff because you know i love i love a good action movie like don't get me wrong i love me some good action but like you know too much action for you you like that's a little too damn much like give me some storytelling and i'm like that too but i'm like i need the storytelling element too and I feel like it's probably lost in that movie. And so I went to one of my friends and I was like, okay, what is your like friend group saying about this movie? He was like the DC people. Oh, I can tell y'all, y'all know Pat. Pat has been on this podcast a couple of Pat, times. Pat, yes. Yeah, it's Pat, Pat. He's been on this a couple of times. So he was like, he's a part of this group called Forgotten Entertainment. And so mm-hmm. I was like, what do they, you know, what do they think about it? And so he was like, well, all the DC guys, of course, they love it. But then I talked to some of the other people, like the Star Wars guys, he's like, it's a movie. They put some scenes together and they made a movie. And I was like, okay, see, that's the opinion I trust because you have nothing to lose in this. So it, the people, I don't know. I'm, I might, maybe one day this week, like if I just, if I have a real bad day at work, well, no, I want to make it worse. If I have an okay day at work, maybe I'll sneak in and like, Go on you know. a Tuesday. I think there's discount on Tuesdays, like $5 tickets. At least okay. down here they do that. I think, I think they do it here. Might do it there too. Yeah. So go on Tuesday and just get you like you know you like what was that? No tugs. You like you know I can't have all that no more. I'm, ooh, I be that child. Oh, okay. So get <laughs> I get some nachos with some jalapenos. Yeah, some nachos and jalapenos, mm-hmm. and sit down and just be like, I ain't got shit to do, so why not? You know. Okay. And even if you hate it, bring it back to us because we're going to miss like what are you content? Do? Like uh, House of Dragon is over. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Miss Hulk is over and mm-hmm. we have until Black Panther. So it's like I need to hear your voice about this movie. I know. I gotta I gotta start doing other scripted stuff. I do have a mm-hmm. I, I have a, a House of Dragon episode coming this week. So we yeah. will be talking about that. So that'll be a good episode. Sweet. Yes, that'll be that'll be a good one. And I don't know, I gotta figure out my other content for stuff, you know, scripted related. We'll we'll figure it out. I'm watching a lot mm-hmm. of things. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I'm you know, the rock is just uh, I'm not gonna go down and rap. The you know, I don't watch a lot of rock movies because I feel like he plays the same character in every movie. <laughs> so like I feel like Black Major. Adam could literally be Shorts. like yes, he could be That's that dude not, in every movie. It's not even that, it's just that it was it's not even that, it's just that it was like um Okay, he, it was just like it was action like, for the sake here. of being action. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just here. Um, but shout out to the girl from Sex Life; she is a, one of the lead actresses on there. The lead. Oh, actress. also the guy from Mamma Mia, he plays like I don't know. I was calling him Doctor Strange because he could see the future. And I, then I, hold on, I know you're not talking about Pierce Brosnan. Yes, from Mamma. <laughs> He was playing Doctor Strange, like a gold Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, I just I, bowed my head. I didn't know what the hell. I don't know what to say to this. I don't know what. <laughs> and then, there's a girl from Gossip Girl. She, I did like her character. Like I didn't think that I was gonna like it, but she spun around, and it was great. She knocked some people the fuck out. And Noah Centennial, 
was on there playing Ant-Man, but instead of getting Damn. small, he's big. Um, mm. And then there was this real fine black man. Do we get big fun. everywhere? <laughs> so you gotta go see That's him. my question. Okay. Oh, okay. I might go see for that thing. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I don't know. I'll decide. I'll decide. While I'm deciding, you tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them all about the new busy. Uh, I was about to say busy Phillips. Tell them about the new Amy Phillips episode. <laughs> yeah, we didn't that level yet, but um, we did get someone who is more important to us. Amy Phillips yes. literally came on our podcast, and we had a time last night. <laughs> she did impersonations, which she is known for, mm-hmm. of some of you know the housewives okay she gave her experience at bravo Con. she was able to cook with miss quad okay and that mm. was amazing to hear about and she also talked about her book a bunch of other things um i also opened up about obviously what i talked about today but you should be listening for amy phillips so listen mm-hmm. to the new bravo wild black episode um mm-hmm. follow us at bravo wild black and please 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 if you can subscribe to our patreon we start at five dollars a month uh we have a good yes. time and something that I did, I did my face care routine and Kim Kardashian actually verified what I was telling y'all um, on Patreon. So I'll give you that information first. See, um, it, was, it was basically to uh, pat in your products instead of pulling your product, you know, like it's just oh, the way you apply things will mm-hmm. help you a lot and not stretch out your skin. Anyways, mm-hmm. so yeah, subscribe to our Patreon. It's more personal. And if you can't, just give us five stars, just like you're going to give Kendrick five stars after listening to this, okay? We love you so much. We thank you for listening, and Aaron also sends his regards, okay? See, I love it. And make sure y'all check out her new episode with our friend to the podcast, Ryan Bailey. That was a great episode. Y'all talked about everything. Chat and Ryan, That was a long episode, too. I ain't get to listen to all of it, but I think you you were a portion of it, right? You were yeah, the whole I was, episode. I was okay. 40 minutes of it. Okay. okay, I listened to all of your parts, so I, I got at the car, you know, it's the most important like, yeah, part, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all check that out. Kay is making her rounds. She got to yes. talk about the things, okay? So y'all follow them, follow Bravo Wild Black to keep y'all updated on everything. Y'all know where you can find me. You can find me at all the places at Reality Comics 2. That's on Instagram. Come for the memes. Stay the, for the ridiculous ramblings and the stories. Rate me, rate her, five-star reviews, Spotify, Apple, all the places, y'all. And bye, you guys. Yes, buy me a coffee too. Y'all, link is always in the show notes. So go check that out. I always appreciate it and support. Y'all, every time y'all randomly do it, I just, it, my heart warms, okay? Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been Kaya. And we'll see ya. sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple podcast or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya.
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.